1: Well, hello everyone. This is Michelle. I'm flying solo today. You may or may not be interested to know that Jan is in New York running the New York Marathon and setting up some really good podcast interviews for you from um, some great New Yorkers. So let's get going today. I'm going to talk about developing a team charter. Now, a team charter in the con- in the way that I'm going to describe it, I was going to say we, <laughs> I'm so used to Jan being here. So a team charter, as I'm going to describe it, is really about how the team wants to operate. It's almost like a set of common or shared expectations about how team members are going to behave towards one another. And it also provides a bit of a, uh, a framework for how the team will operate. And what I mean by operate, it's things like so how will we share information what are some of the things that we might do if we find that there's conflicting uh, issues between team members some of those operational issues so let's get cracking and I'll talk to you about how to write a team charter and I'll give you some examples so basically this is something that you can do When your team is forming, coming together, a lot of project teams write team charters when they first get together. But if you already have an established team, there is absolutely, it's ideal for you to, it's a way to reinvigorate actually the team, is by spending some time uh, developing a team charter. So what I would recommend that you do is give your team members an outline of what you'd like to do. I would spend no more than an hour with them the first pass. You could tag it onto a team meeting or have a special team meeting to develop a team charter and what you want them to to do is think about so how do we want to behave towards one another what are some must-haves that we'd like to see in terms of sharing information how we're going to communicate with each other and and just go from there and just see what statements come out And then you can start to capture them. So, in essence, it's just a series of statements that are going to outline and help guide the team uh, in terms of making decisions and how they sort of approach situations uh, with one another. So... Uh, some team charters will vary. So some team charters are going to have things in them like the mission, objective, um, what each person's role is, the resources, the stakeholders' agreements, uh, you know, authority levels. Now, I'm not going to talk about that today. I am talking about Principle-based team charter or a behavioural-based team charter. So this is about the behaviours and the principles that are going to guide the way that we um, interact with one another. Now, some some teams uh, are going to have very sort of broad statements, but what I would say is the more clear you can make these statements in terms of, okay, I know how I need to behave now based on this statement. It's going to be so much easier for P- for it to guide people's behaviour and for also to use as a checkpoint so that people can reflect on their behaviour and see, well actually did I act in this way that we all agreed, uh, that we would act? So, let's get going and what I might do is give you a couple of examples of team uh, charter statements that we have um, had the privilege of working with teams and this is what they've come up with. So, I'll give you some examples. So, with one team, um, a couple of uh, their examples were, you know, be willing to stand behind the purpose, the rules and the goals of the team, uh, complete and um, fulfil your commitments only make commitments that you are willing and intend to keep. Don't go behind people's backs with problems. Now, I don't like. I, well, it's not my preference to use the word "don't," so I'd actually flip that into a more affirming, um, aff- a more affirming statement. And that is, uh, if there are problems with individuals, go to that individual first. Something like that. Uh, support each other early and often and keep time commitments. So that's an example of about half a dozen uh, charter statements that most teams could sign up for. Now, having said sign up for, we worked with a finance team and their particular approach that we took was to outline the purpose of the team first, and then underneath the purpose, they, they wrote, what the purpose of the team charter was, which was great. And they said something like, you know, the purpose of the team charter is to record how we agree to behave um, towards one another as a team. Very simple. And and then they went on to describe what it was that they would do and some of the principal the principles that they used were there are going to be no withholds between team members, and that is like withholding information or withholding issues from one another. They're going to get it out on the table. And another one, you know, was something like you know we stand by by our agreements once we make them. And then what some teams are doing uh, is writing. Um, or having a space at the at the bottom of their team charter for people to sign it, so it's almost like a declaration. Yes, we're signing up for this team charter. And so that's another twist that you can give or another element that you can introduce into the team charter. Uh, Working with a team in the UK many years ago, and it was a customer customer service-oriented team, and they divided their team charter into two headings, the what and the how. And the what were the statements in terms of you know, what they were going to sign up for. And an example was something like, you know, we're going to apply the customer test to all our decisions. And the how, this was a descriptor of how they would demonstrate that they would do that. And it was, uh, you know, things like, you know, one person will represent the customer in in every one of our meetings. So they not only described the what, but they also described the how. So I think that's all... um really I'd like to say about uh, team charters but in the end it is about bringing the team together having everyone participate in the process because it's about the process it's about the conversations that you have when you start to look at so what is something that everybody in this team could sign up for in terms of how we want to behave towards one another, how we want to share information, how we want to settle disagreements, how we want to make decisions. So it's very broad and each team charter will um, have the flavor of that team. And what I'd recommend, so do it as a team, get it out as quickly as you can, have everybody sign up for it. And then it's about how do you bring this to life? How do you keep it relevant how do you keep it current and some of the ways that you do that is that you would bring it out you know every every third meeting and just say oh let's have, a, have a, a, a a check-in in terms of how we're going with our team charter the other way that you can use the team charter is when you're uh, when you as a manager are having your one-on-one catch-ups with your team members you can bring out the team charter and and just say oh look I thought it might be a good idea just to go over the team charter with you individually to see you know, are you using it? Do you? How do you think we're going as a team? How do you think you're going? How do you think I'm going in terms of um, being also a team member and living up to the principles of this team charter? So I hope that helps. And uh, next time, hopefully, there'll be Jan and me together doing this with you. So we will give you some examples of the team of team charters and team chart oh, Team charter statements in our podcast notes. So over and out.
0: Thank you for joining us on the People Leaders Podcast. For show notes and other resources, please visit us at People If you have a leadership or management question or subject you'd like covered on the podcast, please contact us at podcast at peopleleaders.com.au. The People Leaders Podcast is brought to you by the Experts On Air Podcast Network.